All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Gentlemen, how's it going? Chilling. Chilling. It's cold. It's kind of cold in the dungeon. It's cold. Is it nice outside? I haven't been. It isn't. You should go see the sun. It's uh, cold in my heart. Yeah. John it's cold is in the Eastern Conference. Not wearing a Miami Vice City shirt. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, he cannot walk out of that house. Well, I was going to say he's wearing a white members only jacket he looks with cool. a turquoise undershirt. I just assumed he was just wearing like an homage the colors. Right. But then, as I said, you that, thought I was Miami Vice, the TV show, and he broke our levels by screaming. Uh, he unzipped am. his jacket to show that it is in fact yet again right over my heart a Miami Vice City T-shirt. Uh, we had a Grizzlies watch party last Friday with a bunch of actual members of the or employees of the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. They came, some Claw Crew, some Grizz Girls. Don't worry, uh, y'all. But we won't we won't reveal anything. Uh, but the John uh, had to deliver a Vice City shirt to Chuck. Mm-hmm. We got some sideways looks. From Ooh, some of the they, yeah, they were like, "What?" We're like, "Hey, you know, this it's there good. were it's two good stuff. Sams there. I think I felt bad one until of the, they one until of the they Sams left was before mad. the game was over, and then I didn't feel bad anymore. Right? Then I felt fine. I left pretty much when the game started. Yeah, you had you had I had a kid child, thing. Child, I have to go do my kid thing. But it was fun. But anyway. What percentage of Chuck's kid things are, in fact, kid things? 80%. 80? I that's, promise. That's I see good. my kid a lot. And I put, I put proof on Instagram. See, well, I, the, when you put the proof, that's why I really don't believe exactly. mm-hmm. when you, whenever you, Exactly. Whenever oh, you're like, oh, I can't do this. I have my kid. Yeah. And, then, and then you take a picture of the kid uh-huh. later. Oh, that, yeah. No one believes that. That one's been stored for weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes back to the old adage, whenever Chuck does something very bad, check his Instagram page the next morning. It'll be a beat. Beautiful picture of his son. It'll be like I just something, love this guy. This something guy really cute. Reason. Hashtag little man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, anyway, uh, gentlemen, have we had breakfast? Have I ever? Mm. Another the great liver food? lover juice. Liver lover. Liver lover. That sounds like it tastes Beets, like liver. Carrots. I wish there was liver in it. That's <laughs> like that. Uh, that monster tombs on X-Files, yeah. who uh, I believe woke up like every seven years to eat livers. Also, my first AOL screen name. Yeah, AOL screen names are embarrassing. Mine was had to do with the Watchmen character Rorschach, who was a moral objectivist psychopath. <laughs> oh no, that I identified with. Right. I don't. What think was yours, Chuck? You think it was something to do with uh, spray painting? <laughs> what are you talking about? First AOL, first screen, AOL screen names. Oh yeah, I was a, I was a graffiti artist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my bad, I my did bad. not did not do graffiti. I tagged bathrooms in middle school. What was the what was the name? It was Arrow. Yeah, A E R O. Oh, that's awesome. A A W was the the crew name, and it was Aces Are Wild. <laughs> I think when you just said I did not do graffiti, you meant to say I didn't do art. Oh, I didn't do art. I, I did graffiti. Oh. I yeah, I tag things. I was a tagger, not nice. an artist, not a graph artist. Tag them and bag them. Yeah. What's for the a, weirdest thing good, you ever tagged? For a good time call. Uh, those in the stalls. Oh, I, pro- I I went into a girl's bathroom once to do it. Tagged one because it felt like you know I was just being. I can show you the world. Naughty. Yeah, I was being naughty. Girls' bathrooms are naughty. Mm-hmm. Well, it's shockingly unclean comparatively. Man, I'll tell you what. 
a, a, working at a bar, it no. is eye-opening. Yeah. The kind of carnage that yeah. goes on in a female restroom. Way worse than the men's when, restroom. When there's a, a a party going on. Men's restroom, little pee. Women's yeah. restroom, no telling. Well, at, at when we first open, we have a, we have a bar that I'm being John work at in East Nashville, and there's you know two bathrooms, two small bathrooms, single stall. Uh, I initially was like, we should make them gender neutral so nobody has to wait in line. Yeah. You can just go and, and you know ease the traffic. About a month in, I was like, no, no, no. Girls, stay in your lane. Get out of here. <laughs> don't, don't come into my house with that nonsense. Ma'am, 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 how did you poop on that? Yeah. Why is the sink broken? What have you done? Are you taking <laughs> selfies standing on the sink? I don't get it. Uh, not can. once, but twice I've had to go up to someone who is going to handle a situation that I'm certainly not going to handle and go, there is a naked woman in the restroom. Yeah. We've had to change the Alone locks. And nude. We had these little slide locks on the door that were just simple, you know, you slide it and the door's locked. Right. People were passing out. And one time. And we had to kick the door and in. you couldn't kick yeah. it. <laughs> and one of the nude ladies is now the bar manager. Yeah, yeah. I remember her. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, wait, did you say your breakfast? I don't remember. Beet juice. Beet juice. Beet, carrot, lemon. Ah. I did have, mix. I had a bit of curry chicken, a wrap mm. of sorts. Yeah. Curry chicken wrap. It's like something that makes me feel like I ate a meal, but it was like three bites. It was a depressing breakfast. Yeah. I didn't, speaking of depressing breakfasts, I actually uh, didn't really have one. Uh oh. Uh, I guess just water. I saw you picking lice off your child's head earlier. Did you oh. eat it? <laughs> just grooming. <laughs> Yeah, just grooming like a uh, ch- chimpanzee. <laughs> the no, I ate a bunch of pizza last night, kind of late. You know, late for me, which is early for you guys. You like, and Chuck are on the same cycle. Le- like in le- like an eight p.m. dinner. I've been eating dinner at five p.m. Uh, yeah. And anyway, uh, eight supposedly p.m. supposedly good for you. Pounded a bunch of pizza. Yeah, that's Woke, not, supposedly not good for you. Woke up in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, just never been more thirsty in my life. Like a, a complete. Oh, just, your body's dying. Just sodium intake. Oh yeah, yeah I was much like my, that's, my. That was like the last five years of my life. Yeah, I was like a, much like my cat who's. Uh, <laughs> Kidneys maybe don't work. Uh, yeah. It goes through a you know a bowl of water every every, every hour. Uh, yeah, so I just woke up just pounding water. Same thing. Uh, kept kept it going. Also, I'm out of coffee. Uh-oh. Yesterday, I threw up on the Patreon only Slack chat. Like, is it okay to combine different ground coffees into I one? Like, I feel like that's artisanal. It's like speedballing. Yeah, <laughs> that's like suicide at the you old do, yeah, yeah, fountain yeah. drink machine. If you find yourself like lighting a torch under like some rocks of coffee i'm gonna worry about you yeah. right now just sifting a few grinds you know that's okay yeah, uh that's that's pot. the newest i think hipster nashville idea sell coffee rock Blend. free base free base free base ba- ba- like, cold brew i was listening to uh <laughs> i was watching the special features from the movie heat for the billionth time in my life because <laughs> i am, have no <laughs> ambition apparently <laughs> and i learned a new a drug phrase from the one the only al pacino what what you didn't know is this character, this is between you and me, he chips rock all day. He chips rock? So I had to pull out <laughs> like, my phone and Google what chips rock was. And I don't know if you remember the cop from Heat. I'm thinking, uh, maybe he did a little coke, you know, snuck off, did a bump here. Right. Or maybe, geez, maybe he's just like smoking some pot. Nope. Chip and rock. Chip and rock, excuse me. Smoking crack rock. Yeah, doing yeah. that crack. <laughs> Yeah. That wasn't that much. I mean, sheltered old me. I guessed crack rock. I I mean, th- what else is the rock going? Well, I've seen the movie too many times. Yeah. There's no way that guy's a crack smoker. And then I realize I'm watching Al Pacino now, 
as he goes, oh, oh, every time anyone says anything. He's trying to cover up for his own crack rock problems <laughs> right then and there. I do love Heat. I never liked how uh, how Wayne Grove is like laying on the ground at the diner when they're about to kill him. Uh-huh. And he just runs away. Yeah. That, that, that's like a big... He did the, the, oh, look over there. He yeah, disappears. that's like one of the big plot things I, I I have trouble getting over. Oh, there's plenty of big plot plenty. problems. Yeah. Don't, don't let that get to... But also, those Heat special features, there's a panel. Val Kilmer is disturbing on the panel. I think we've talked about Val Kilmer a lot. It's been a I while. I love Fat Val Kilmer. Well, Fat Val Kilmer got jaw cancer of some kind. Oh, no. Which turned his voice into his Marlon Brando impression from the Isle of Dr. Moreau. Oh. And yet he would not admit to anyone that he had this jaw cancer. So he's just like shrugging it off and trying real hard to soldier through it. And it is horrifying. Well, hmm. that's a dark note to move to Chuck's breakfast that's right. on. He was uh, Segway, what did you have for breakfast, Chuck? He was my favorite Batman. Um... Yeah, he was. Don't look at me like that. I had uh, two sausage biscuits from McDonald's. Oh, bang, bang. Chuck bringing the, uh, yeah. carrying the rest of us. And uh, the line was way too long in the drive-thru, so I went in. That's just what you do. That's what days. I do. Yeah. Um, and I went. How many cars does there have to be in the drive drive-thru for you to go in? Two. Oh yeah, I'm not messing around. Oh. I'm not idling. That's my for, I'm not idling for stomach cancer. Keith, you know what's what I mean? yours? It uh, depends on where I am, like okay. where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Oh, what kind well, of Keith neighborhood is you're all in? about? <laughs> <laughs> Keith is all about uh, expediency with his food. We've talked about That's it. Right. He's 88 percent. The about only how place fast I go eat. that has a drive-through is I go to Chick Fil A. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, like once a month. So good. And probably, and, and they are actually they have a very fast drive-through. Oh. So like eight cars, eight cars is my. I'm, I'm just gonna pull over. And Holy cow! Do you hear that, Chuck? Eight cars. Eight? They are, but 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 they're almost You're all their drive throughs are double drive throughs, and they are fast. All right, guys. Well, let they, me they throw are. my spin on it. Do I have clothes on? Ooh, what kind of clothes do I have on? Sometimes uh, just shirt and underwear when I go to the drive through. That's called depression, folks. Uh, it's called a power move. Second, yeah, that's no, that's called. <laughs> am uh, I wearing? That's either called perversion. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> am I wearing shoes or just my slippers? Mm. These are important questions. None of that matters to me if I'm going into a McDonald's. Did I bring my headphones or not? Because I'm not going in that fast food restaurant without (laughs) headphones. Not so I can hear things, but so that people won't speak to me. Yeah. I know that move. Yeah. That's why you wear those all the time. All the time. When Chuck's bothering me, I just put them. He just puts them in. Hold on. I got to listen to this. Says phone call. I got to listen to this track I'm producing. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, those were our breakfasts. After our breakfasts, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Last week, uh, we really got into it with the puns. Mm. Um, By my count, there was 10. Lowest form of humor. Uh, Except when you made one. You made a pun. Bang, bang. uh, And you laughed at your own pun. That's right. Which was great. I I was listening to the tape. This is Um, my way. But yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. We just went super hard on the soup puns. Super hard. Mm. Soup. So sorry, guys. And uh, we won't do it again. (laughs) It's going to happen this episode. I promise. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Keep making that turtle face, John. It's it doesn't my, make it better. It's my Russell Westbrook face. <laughs> <laughs> well, my apology is we were talking about Patty Mills. We are talking about the Spurs recently. Whew. It was based off a, a question. I believe it was one of our uh, croissant questionnaires. 
where uh, it was asked, how, what would the Spurs record be if Pop was just coaching G-leaguers? Mm-hmm. And I made the comment, you know, like, do you think Patty Mills would be any good on the Grizzlies? No, he would not. I'd like to amend that. <laughs> Patty Mills is no good. No. Uh, whatever, whatever Spurs magic, Spurs magic has worn off. Yeah. Uh, the carriage has turned back into the pumpkin. Suddenly, uh, the Patty Mills of the world ain't hitting anything. I'm addicted to Patty Mills uh, player prop bets unders. Addicted. <laughs> I'm going to continue taking the over on Dylan Brooks's points, which they still list at like 11 and a half every time, and the under on Patty Mills's points, which they still list at like 13 and a half every time until it stops working. There, there was like a couple weeks back there where on, on the fantasy waiver wire, you'd be like, oh, Spurs have two games, you know, back-to-back games. Yeah. Patty Mills is available. Then I click on the last five. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, any part of that. So I, I apologize, uh, Patty Mills. You might be bad uh, no matter where you are. As much as I'd like to apologize that my career-long mind hex on Marcus Smart has finally resulted in his untimely injury, it has been brought to my attention by fellow slacker, Patreon supporter Joe Yoder. He reminded me of how hard I was on the Blazers earlier this this season, and hard oh. I was. <laughs> there was even a segment where I listed so many Eastern Conference teams that I thought were better than the Blazers. I think even the Knicks were on that list. Well, <laughs> I was wrong, and I apologize. It seems very... Uh, did you guys watch last night? Uh, what was which one was last night? <laughs> the Miami Heat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat Blazers. Yes, Heat Blazers on Monday night. Yusuf Nurkic rechristened Bam Adebayo. Yeah, he is no longer Bam Adebayo. There was a he Briss. is whatever Yusuf Nurkic wants to call him now. Mm-hmm. Scott, Chad, what's uh, a good name for Adebayo? Um, Let's go with Thad. His name is Thad Adebayo now. <laughs> so named by Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, about, yeah, Mab. After being destroyed. How's it go, Julie? And every heat run that took place was when Yusuf Nurkic went yeah. to sit down. And when he came back in, it was like dad came back in the room. He's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, Yusuf Nurkic also anchors. He's been the best part of the uh, yeah. defense of the Trailblazers. I scared a baby. You scared the baby. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. We're recording once again. with uh, Speaking of uh, Julie with uh, old Jules Verne. Jules here. Verne. Drewly Andrews. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's really uh, kind of amazing what Terry Stotts has done with this team. And my early first impressions of the Blazers were for a reason, because they have figured out how to to work this in a fashion that no other team is. Yeah. They have surrounded Dame Lillard with the type of players that really, it's when those guys get the ball, they shoot the ball. You know, it's just a perfect, like they've got Aminu there who does his thing, which is not offensively important. Uh, the second unit's anchored by guys who shouldn't be good. Shabazz Napier, Evan Turner, etc. Somehow works. They've really taken off since that uh, semi plunged off a cliff and landed in Evan Turner's pool. Hey, speaking of Evan Turner. Oh, what's Uh-oh. that? Here's some music in the distance. <gasps> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. All right, and we got a game of scones. Uh, game of scones. Say it like you love it, Chuck. Game of scones. I didn't want to use a radio voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this game of scones, since we were talking about Evan Turner, um, we got the old classic. You guys remember when we did the uh, Who Said It? Oh, uh, yeah. Meta World Peace and uh, Jaden Smith. Yeah. This time we're doing uh, uh, Evan, Evan Turner, Turner or Jaden. Oh, Evan Turner or Jaden? Who Smith? said it first? For those okay. who have forgotten, in case he's left the lexicon. Jaden Smith is Will Smith's terminally insane son. Oh, he's got a like a big hit. 
like record rap record out. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like getting played on, on radio. Is it from the Karate Kid soundtrack? Nepotism it's, remains undefeated. I kind of think it's good. It's like Uh-oh. a good song. Yep, like as far anything. as like rap music goes. Can you give me a few bars? I uh, no, couldn't. But yeah. I heard it twice, and I was like, yo, this thing knocks. So I'm not, I'm not hating on Jaden Smith, but he's, he's a, a wacko. So, uh, and Evan Turner has been providing incredible quotes lately. All right. All right, I'm ready. I know some Evan Turner quotes. Okay. I know very few. Um, here we go. <laughs> who said it? Are we going back and forth here? I'm sorry. Yeah, so we go. Who wants to go first? Me. I always want to go okay, first. I want to go first. Okay, here we go. Theory. Well, here's the quote. I saw Owen Wilson one time from a distance, and we just stared at each other. Then his car drove off. Jaden. Jaden. That's it. One for John. All right, one for John. Okay. Here's the next one. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is life. Jaden or Evan Turner? Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. is life. Right. That should just be everyone. Everyone should say that. Uh, I'll guess Evan Turner. No. Jaden uh, Smith did it. I also did really bad the first time we did this three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, this is referring to uh, the frequency in which he wears robes. Quote, my house robe. I always wear robes, and I was trying to move on from doing that, but now I'm going to have to. Evan Turner, after someone drove into his pool. That's that's right, John. He's killing it. <laughs> that's just context clues. <laughs> I've never heard that quote. That's simply context clues. Okay, here we go. Uh, quote, I don't mess with mayonnaise. Don't trust white condiments. <laughs> Evan Turner. That is Evan Turner, correct. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he should have stopped after White. Okay, after <laughs> after McDonald's discontinued the orange high C, this was said, I just don't comprehend the direction they're trying to take with their drinks. <laughs> I'm going to say that this is part of the same conversation and stick with Evan Turner. That's correct. John is murdering. You, uh, this is just one of those examples where I prove my superiority. Yeah, this is a... Uh... This is a wheelhouse for John. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Bullshitting. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> relationships are messed up, but your face isn't. Uh, this is on you, Keith. <clears throat> Evan Turner. That's Jaden. No, it's Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. strike us. That's two. a. That sounds like a tweet to me. It's two strikes yeah, for me. It is. It is, is it a tweet? It is a tweet. Oh, oh I feel so alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. What another man eats doesn't make you poop. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's a. That's I'm going to go Evan philosophy. Turner. That is Evan Turner. Correct. John it, was, is, it was too crass for Jaden. John is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. About to check out Amy Schu- Schumer. The ticks were pretty expensive, so I hope she's good. Uh, Evan Turner. That is Evan Turner. It's got to be. James Smith does not know the concept of money. He has no idea what expensive <laughs> no. is. Yeah. Yeah. What does this cost? One bar of gold or two? <laughs> a, a gallon of milk is $400, correct? <laughs> I have uh, no idea. <laughs> What's worth more, a peso or a dollar? Um, this is my cat Abacus. Respect him. Uh, nothing like... Sorry. Ain't nothing better than a pretty big forehead chick. That's <laughs> you, Keith. No, no, that was me. no it's, it's back I to John. I, okay, that's Jaden. Evan Turner. There's a strike. We're going deep. Home is any place that has a bed, a TV, and you. 
That's Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. That's him p- trying to seem like your common man. Because mm-hmm. home to Jaden is a place that has peregrine falcons <laughs> and their handlers, their falconers. Just finished building my new bed. Yeah, that was tough. Keith's coming back on me. That was very. I, that I, was. This very is going to be my second straight game of scones. I've blown horribly. <sighs> building his new bed. Mm-hmm. Can it? Can you use the? Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no context clues for nope, that. Nothing. Uh, if only you could see how bed was spelled. Can you use a? Can you use a stupid voice? Uh, I think it would give it away. I'm going to say. That Jaden's trying to seem like he's built something. That's before. it, yes! Yes! Smith. Yes, attempting right. to seem like a human being. Yes. Whew. Okay. I heard my dude Blake Shelton won People's Choice or People's Magazine <laughs> Sexiest Man Alive. Way to hold it down for all the sevens out there. We appreciate you. That was Evan Turner. Yes, it was big time. Big time I game. actually knew that one. Yes. I would have whiffed hard. I would have gone music, uh, m- music buddies. Mm-hmm. How many whiffed. of these you got, Chuck? We are. I mean, we're all day. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like we are 12 deep so far. All of your idols are going to start writing their own articles, and these uninformed quote-unquote journalists will become obsolete. Jaden. That's it. All we're, right. We're going down right now. Okay. I'm going to be so hyped tomorrow, I might throw up. Jaden. That's, That's it? That's correct, yes. That's Jaden. I finally get to put insurance to use after paying it for years and years and not knowing if I'd ever need it. <laughs> Seems obvious. Maybe it's a trap. Evan Turner. Is Evan Turner correct? I know you went counterintuitive there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. I don't know. I mean, we might run out. Um, for the sake of the show, we might need to. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot 30%. Evan Turner. It's <laughs> a great one. The only way to combat leaks of nudes or a sex tape is to add booking info to your Instagram bio. Evan Turner. That's Evan Turner. Correct. Wow. You guys are battling right now. I, how did you get that right? <laughs> Here we go. Hey, a smile can mean a lot. I can murder somebody, and if the judge looks at my smile... Jaden Smith. Wrong. Wow. That is Evan Turner. As soon as I, I just assumed because of murder. All right. All right. But let me finish the sentence. Okay. It's incredible. <laughs> I can murder somebody, and if the judge looks at my smile, it can be the difference between 30 years and life. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I would He's correct, and I would have stayed with Jaden. Wow. Okay. Uh, here is uh, referring to uh, the U.S. North Korean feud. <laughs> this is a dude. Sh- Jaden Smith. This is a shrimp measuring contest at its finest. I'll stick with Jaden Smith. No, Evan, Evan Turner. Turner. I, I mean, uh, once I heard it, I wanted to switch, but 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 I, but I did guess when it was about the U.S. North Korean food. I, I, I have struck out. Mm-hmm. I think I think for the sake of the show, I uh, think John, yeah, John is, the is the winner. That was long. It is. That was the longest game scones ever, and I'm glad there were forty of these. John, I had to go wow. to eight wa- web pages. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard him call a web page in a while. I've, mi- I've missed you, Jaden. Geosities. <laughs> that was pretty good. Angel right. fire. Well, that that game of uh, scones concludes. Our apologies, confusingly enough. I'm going to throw my game of scones into the sea. It now <laughs> seems very, very paltry indeed. That was great. All right. After our apologies, well, before we move to our steak and eggs best thing, I believe we have some questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. The croissant? Question all. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? 
knock yourself out. At Leah Marcus Cousins asks, among the awful eight teams, plus the Nets, which is what I prefer to call the tankers, who among their rookies and blue chip prospects do you believe has the most actual upside as an NBA player and why? All right, guys, let's start with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, I just was trying to think of a lot of these teams don't have even blue chip I agree. prospects, which is incredible. Dallas Mavericks might be amongst them. It depends on how you feel about Dennis Smith. Hey, I got something for you guys. You know yep. who I feel? Has the most hope? Yeah. To be back in playoff contention in short order. It's the Memphis Grizzlies. You t- you're, you're, but they have no blue chip prospect hope. But that, dilly, I mean, dilly. They have Dil- Dylan Brooks and they've got, uh, is, is, uh, Mike Conley not a really good player that no, we should I be think excited he's, about? The, the question the he's question asking is, about, he like, 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 he wants blue chip yeah. Uh, I don't, I nobody mean, nobody does. I don't really want to go team by team. Okay. Uh, like, like, the two, the two that pop out are, are the giant, the giant white uh, shooting prospects. We're still calling Porzingis a blue chipper. I think. If right. you want to do that, then you have to count Devin Booker, and you're going to have to talk about Devin Booker is one of the best choices. Well, he is, but that I don't consider that to be the. So my answer is either the Knicks or even the, I guess the Bulls with Laurie Markkinen. Right. Like looking at these other teams, I mean, I guess if you want to go team by team, uh, I like Jonathan Isaac off of the Magic. You are crazy. I like John Collins off of the Hawks. I don't think yeah. Jonathan Isaac gets a hand on every ball. I guess Dennis Smith Jr. Right, but I mean, like Jonathan Isaac has the worst looking jump shot. I think. I mean, it looks way worse than Lonzo. I really think there is a full blown disease on Twitter of people with bad jump shots talking about people with bad jump shots (laughs) because. There are plenty of guys with weird-looking shots who end up having just fine NBA So like careers. Kevin Martin. So Jonathan Isaacs doesn't look incredibly weird. It's just so inaccurate that it's like it, it sticks out like, oh, that's an NBA player. I mean, like, we were doing the same thing, making fun of Lonzo Ball's jump shot er, earlier in the season. Now he's in the 50th percentile easily in jump shots. I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm looking. Uh, so, so who do you think is the best? I mean, if we're talking Jonathan Isaac, I don't know what his ceiling is. He's still so young. I just, yeah, I think he's unfortunately the best one on the Magic. I think there's people to point out on each team. On the Nets, I like Karis LeVert and Rondé Alice Jefferson. I like Jared Allen. I like, I mean, the Nets to me have quite like three guys who I think have bright futures. The teams that make me like super sad are the Grizzlies. Well, like the Nets, the those three guys you mentioned on the Nets. Yeah. If I had to make a, a bet, mm-hmm. will any of them make an All Star game? I would, I would honestly bet no. Yeah, or I think too. that'd be even odds. Like, will Karis LeVert, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, or Jared Allen make an All-Star game ever? I feel like Vegas would put that at, you know, zero plus zero. 120 or something, plus 130. Yeah, I think, like, Laurie Markkinen and Devin Booker and Porzingis are the only guys who probably... Porzingis already made an All-Star team. Booker's Unicorn. right there. I guess you got to go Knicks. That's, I, guess I mean, I think Porzingis is the best one. He's a, a third-year player. Yeah. Ugh, it's really, I, I like the question. It's kind it, of unfair. The Knicks are the highest in the standings of all these teams. Although the Knicks have only have trailed for 93% of their minutes, which is the highest in the league, I think, over their last <laughs> And I like him gleefully betting the Mavs against them tonight. The, uh, the Knicks are one in their last 16, I think. Uh, they are. Okay, let's focus on a team that has some interesting young players, the Kings. Same with the Kings. I, I wouldn't. There's not a blue chipper. There. I wouldn't necessarily expect any of those guys to make an All Star game. I do game. think the Kings. Maybe they, those guys. There's a better chance than the Nets, perhaps. 
You're, I mean, we're just talking about Jaron Fox. Who, who else? Willie Colley Stein. Willie Colley Stein. The big men, it's easier to make an all star team. I mean, like, the Kings have a handful of guys you think are could be or probably rotation NBA players going right. forward, which is good. Like, for these, for these teams that are so abjectly horrible, just identifying that, like, you know. Jaron Fox gets a lot of, like, Twitter meme play, even though he's not as good as his awesome plays. Lead you to believe. I love I love this question from Liam because it does point out like even though these teams are bad and have young prospects, it's not that incredibly bright, and there aren't a ton of like super awesome blue chippers. Like Dennis Smith Jr. will get there. He's been bad this year, but yeah. obviously he's a young rookie. Jesus, he's so bad. He, he, but he he shows a lot of good promise. I don't know. I think I would take Markkinen uh, yeah. most likely, but I don't know. Maybe I guess Dennis Smith Jr. Maybe the most likely to make an All Star game in my. Does mind. Chris Dunn still count? I like Chris Dunn a lot. He's ne- never make an All Star game. No, I mean, these guys. I have a hard time <laughs> seeing Larry Markkinen make an All Star game. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh well, That's sorry. Really, that was so sorry. Uh, every 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 loser. I prefer the bottom nine. He he can <laughs> yeah. go awful eight plus nine. So I like bottom nine. The back nine. Yeah, uh, the back nine of golf. That's good. Metaphor. At Love Kebab sixty nine asks. What are your realistic projections for the Lakers this summer? Based on that projection, please give your over-under win total line for next season. I mean, I thought they were going to stink. I mean, as we record this, they're 30 and 36. Right. right? After starting 11 and 27. Yeah. And they so, have to go they're one 11. of the three most improved teams after the All-Star 19, break. That's 19 <laughs> and 9, their last 28 games. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if they go 11 and 5, they're a 500 ball club. That's not bad. I would say not even knowing what they... What was it last year? Over-under? Yeah. I want to say it was like 37. Because they, they, they got the extra bump. I want to say 38 is the number I see people talking about. Okay, and that was likely inflated because it's Los Angeles. Right. So we have to like cook that inflation into it. And we have to cook... I mean, I think the over-under total will be high. Yeah. Higher would, than you expect. I would guess, based on, again, not knowing what anything happens with free agency this summer, right. I would assume next year's over-under would be like 44. We also have to check on, so like, the Lakers are doing much better than expected, but one of the key contributors is a guy they've been trying to get rid of in Julius Randle, and will he still be around? Dude, he balled out against Cleveland. I think he's earned himself like back into the conversation as being part of that core. You would I mean, think we, so. And we didn't even mention the Lakers in our talk, because I guess they're they're not in the bottom nine. They're not. But yeah. suddenly you're like, oh, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, that is sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Randall, it seemed like earlier in the season, uh, Luke Walton wasn't playing Randall for some reason. Not. No. And now uh Randall's like glowing about Luke Walton's coaching. And Who are we to f- question Luke's decisions? I mean, he is he was the greatest coach in Warriors history, I think. Well, it's gotten cold. I believe, <laughs> I believe, Chuck, the word you're looking for is NBA history. <laughs> it's gotten cold. There's less dead in company to eschew your coaching duties for. Yeah. What do you think, though? What do you think the over-under would be, John? You are the gambling expert. I mean, I would expect it to be at least six wins more than this season's over-under win total, which puts it probably around 40-something, 45-ish. Yeah. Which, and then because it's Lakers, I would kick another win or two on there. So I think you're looking at like 47, 48 wins, which – Hi, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's it, too much. It's I don't too think much. the free agent splashes that they're. It all depends on if they're going to settle for that second tier of free agency or not. Well, what about LeBron James, who Magic Johnson was openly courting Maverick Carter and yeah. uh, Rich Paul? Is that going to be? Ta- the, is that going to be fine? Is that like? A well, don't they? Re- <laughs> I mean, Clutch Sports represents uh, KCP, so maybe oh, he's allowed there to you talk. Go. But all the pieces fit. All the mm. pieces fit. Man, it was. Gotta say, 
Lakers are so much fun. And then just destroying poor LeBron James. I think uh and the Cavs. I could see LeBron leaving Cleveland if he gets a championship this year, which probably won't happen. But like he Certainly gets his, will not happen. he gets his fourth one. He can go to LA. That's his retirement town. He waits, plays with the Lakers for his son to get drafted. Wait, do you think he's more likely to leave kid. if he gets a championship? Yeah. I think he can just go to LA and his his legacy's over. He can I just I think he coast. only leaves because he's chasing a championship. That's how I feel. I mean, right. if he needs to get six. Which I don't think will. I, I think he, he can't if, get it. I don't think he can get six because that's the the, the Jordan number, or at least five for Kobe. You're but telling I'm, me he's not going to be a forty year old six man on the Warriors in a few years? Come mm, on, man. God, I hope not. Come on, we'll that be that'd be sexy. Book it. Ugh. I know he'll be LeBron just, six man. No way. I, I don't know. For all his playing to the camera and nice guy stuff. When that he, guy is a Machiavellian puppet master. Uh, when never he's 40, come, off the come bench. on. He, oh, no, no when way. he's 40, he'll be starring in, like, Trainwreck 7 mm-hmm. and making tons of... He'll be in his 16th Kevin Hart movie. He'll be paying a lot of money for Amy Schumer ticks. We're, he'll, we're, uh, he'll own a team. So we're getting a train wreck per year for the next six years. Let's apparently. hope not. Sounds good. I mean, we've, hit, we've, hit, we've hit peak Schumer. There's two uh, Amy Schumer references oh, in this show. You're the hater. It's, oh, yeah, Why yeah. are you the hater? Because the Bill I, Hater and Trainwreck. Oh, hey, Schumer, is that go. a that Grand that Tetons reference? What are we doing here? <laughs> Let's. Uh, I think it's wrap our, uh, our our croissant questionnaires. We'll get to more uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, real quick, at ball from Grace. Oh, okay, asks, which more? Hall of Fame player do you think has the stinkiest farts? Dwight Howard. Next question. <laughs> uh, is he, he mean, a Hall of Famer? He's going. Yeah. He's going. For to sure. Be. No doubt. Well, uh, did he did he mean who's actually in the Hall of Fame? I mean, current like right actual now? Hall of Famer or potential Hall of Famer. I'm gonna go with George Mikan because he's the oldest and has been dead the longest. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Answer. All right. Well, those were our croissant questionnaires submitted by our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit your own questions, just go to Patreon.com/slash/FastBreakBreakfast, and there you can join our community of our top listeners, those folks who support the show financially, and also. You get access to exclusive bonus content. We put up extra videos, extra audio content, power rankings, all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, Monte World Peace contributes some hilarious things. Oh, he's the best. Much like the ballad of Bobby Portis, which was hysterical. We might need to put up John, or maybe that's just public knowledge. John's Blazer Boy audition Blazer Boy. was one of the funniest things. Hi- hydroponic. <laughs> hydroponic Predator Vision Studios? <laughs> it was great. That was great. Blazers Outsiders. Get you know who us. Blazer Boy favorite player is? Who? Evan Turner. Evan oh, the Burner Turner. Burner Turner. <laughs> Big redhead Bill Walton. That's perfect. So if you want... Cliff Spliff Robinson. <laughs> Blazer Boy. If you want to support the show and get access to all that exclusive bonus content, you do that at patreon.com slash fast break. I'd forgotten about Breakfast. Blazer Boy, and that was yesterday. That yeah. was last night. <laughs> Uh, also, I've been uh, sporting a mustache recently, and mm. the only way to really make that mustache pop to shave the surrounding area mm. with a Harry's shave kit. Fine engineered German blades. It is the most, most luxurious thing <clears throat> in my life currently. I believe it is worth more than all my clothes, even though they give it to you for free. Harry's is so confident you're going to love their blades, they will send you a shave kit for free when you go to Harry's dot com slash fast break go ahead and claim your free trial offer from harry's today it's a 13 dollars value and it's free when you sign up just pay for the ship it includes a trial set with a weighted ergonomic razor handle and five engineered blades 
with lubricating strip. German engineered. And they're German, mm. which I don't know if that's a benefit or, or drawback, but it, you make that decision. There's a rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. So get your free trial. Go to harrys.com slash fast break right now. Yeah, look as good as Dave Yeager. Come on, guys. Yeah. Treat yourself. harrys.com slash fast break. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? That LeBron pass. Oh, it's the finest. Sassy pass. That's oh, your man, Chuck. Goodness. Come get your man, Chuck. Sass pass. In my, in my dreams, he comes back to Miami. And he just he just lives there, and he's happy. And him and Pat Riley go on boats together. In your dream, Miami is... Was it Larry Nance? Who dunked it? Yeah. In your, in your dream... Miami is Larry Nance, and the Sixers or the Lakers or the Cavs or Kyle Korver. Right. And he's looking right at them. Mm-hmm. And he's like throwing the ball right at them. And the defense, everyone reacts, all the press, all the media. Mm-hmm. And we're running towards, oh, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, you know, going to LA. He's going to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. No, no look. But I mean, LeBron that, throws it back to Miami. That fits his, his MO for switching teams. Nobody saw him going to Miami. Nobody saw him going back Didn't to Cleveland. They? Well, I mean, mean, those I were kind of the options. John, John, John Here saw we sit. Uh, Vegas. We, this podcast exists because John saw the numbers in Vegas uh, taking Cleveland. There was a market inefficiency in Chuck's fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know. Worldwide Wob called that pass when you trick your dog. Like you act like you're going <laughs> to throw it, and then you throw it behind you. Yeah. That's pretty funny. And in this instance, all them defenders was dogs. I mean, it was it was beautiful. So, LeBron, you're awesome. Just keep being awesome. <laughs> My... uh best thing you know i love kind of little bizarre plays funny plays uh move over reggie miller's eight points in nine seconds oh i know what you're doing now <gasps> we got a three turnovers in three tenths of a second <laughs> no three turnovers in three tenths of a second i've startled the baby that's collegiate level stuff right here that's louisville at, stuff at louisville, the Virginia. end of pistons raptors which by the way demar Derozan is a bad person mm-hmm. that dunk was disgusting oh man Although Blake Griffin made a business decision and ran away from it. He didn't want to get well, memed. You're stepping right into my cream of wheat. Oh, I'm sorry. Blake Griffin <laughs> running. For, he's a, his, him being proclaimed a hero in that game. That's some uh, General uh, Custer level stuff because he is a coward. Sorry, he is a coward. Didn't mean to step on your, uh, your cream of wheat. Anyway. You can say business decision unless it's a game winning dunk or game tying yeah. dunk. Yeah. He needed to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but after that, tie game. Seven tenths of a second left. Yeah. The Raptors try to throw it in towards midcourt. Goes out of bounds with three tenths of a second left. There's a turnover. Then Blake Griffin tries to do the incredible hero lob towards the bucket. Doesn't hit anything or touch anyone. So that's a turnover. Back to midcourt. And then the Raptors do the same thing. Throw it out of bounds without anyone touching it. So we had three turnovers in the last three tenths of a second. Two of them uh, took up no time, which seems impossible. And infinity amount of turnovers could have happened. Led to one of the most <laughs> painful overtimes you'll ever watch. It was a bad overtime. That stink wouldn't go away. That poo was stuck on their fingers. All right, a little glimpse behind the curtain. For those of you uh, listening at home, we just had to take a little break because uh, Chuck and I noticed, not John, no. that the water was running upstairs, meaning my three-year-old flushed the toilet. Right. So I had I to... I thought you uh, guys were trying to talk over me, and I was <laughs> furious. I got really mad. Talks up with me every episode, but yeah, gets no, mad no, if you no. ever do it to him. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's right. Do not do that. That's a glimpse into John. Anyway, where were we? 
I'm going to, and don't try this at home, this is gross, take my steak and eggs, put it in a doggy bag, save it to be eaten with my parfait away, go straight into my cream of wheat, worst of wheat, stay on Blake Griffin's cowardly ass. <laughs> it wasn't good. That was a game-winning play. It's the, ga- the play that sent it to overtime. So you're saying afterwards he did make amends to some degree when he hit that little turnaround jumper. Yeah, and everyone's remembering that. As opposed to him sprinting away from tomorrow. Sprinting away. I can't get it out of my mind. He like looks at it looks like a Calvin and Hobbes drawing. He's like, oh God, it's a dinosaur run. <laughs> and in this case, it was. Well, I thought you were g- just gonna point out that like the Pistons are done. Big time done. Super done. Franchise done. Yeah. And Blake Griffin was not the hero we thought he would be. No. Although uh, statistically, Blake Griffin's been really good. Like last last five games. Okay, or so, so Blake Griffin has been really good, but he's also taken Andre Drummond completely out of the role he was thriving oh, in. No more assists for Andre. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> like Blake Griffin is the point forward that they're not using Andre's ball skills at all anymore. Um, the defense is horrendous. I would argue You're that's pointing good. at the sky again. <laughs> is there a toilet flushing? No, that was I'm just raising my hand, John. Okay. I would point taking away the playmaking duties from Andre Drummond is good. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of, I mean, it was like, a forced thing. But he, it, you know, what's force? A forced assist is an assist. I don't know. The, the Pistons were, Okay, you know, okay, Rondo. <laughs> Rajon Rondo waiting over here. The Pistons were a playoff team then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the Pistons are Borderline. Not, the Pistons are now, I would say, firm. Like, I'm not watching the Eastern Conference playoff race any longer. Mm. Yeah. The, it's, it's, well, that's because that's that's there isn't one. Six yeah. games <laughs> out of uh, uh, eight or nine. Five, yeah, they're five up. Five up. The heat, um, the heat and Bucks are, are five games clear. I think to close this out, though. And it's not all Blake's fault, by the way. We'll let you close it out. But mm. that trade isn't just that Blake killed him. I mean, they don't have any wings anymore. Yeah. James Ennis was not the hero I thought he was. Remember that time Stanley Johnson played that good game? So here's how I... Two good games. Uh, two good games. <laughs> so this is how I want to close it out. It's great. Blake Griffin in Motor City. And one of the <laughs> most famous cowards, Robert Ford. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Nice. There we go. There you go. Do it's not think- funny. It's just a thing. It's just a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish uh, Keith Sun would flush a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's content. Are we... Tobias Harris was traded, as we know, for Blake Griffin. Are you going to ask if Blake Griffin or Tobias Harris is better? Yes. Here we the go. The inescapable podcast question. Yeah. Blake Griffin is still better, but Tobias Harris is younger. He will sign for a smaller contract. It's... Value. I would say it's- I'd rather have Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris also fits more into like a clear position right. on any team. His his skills are translatable, scalable to any team he goes to, I think. Right. Where like he's more of a wing. And mm-hmm. bigs are less valuable than they've been. So even Blake Griffin's still playing well, like as not a stretch for, you know, he can't really play. He's playing alongside a big, but maybe that's that ability is capped out. So maybe it seems like Tobias Harris would be the player you would rather have, even if you don't include contract. When you include contract, yes, like, yes, absolutely, 100%. Yes. He still has another year at $15 million. Uh, so I'm sorry, Pistons fans who are listening. That's you, Montu. World peace. Sorry. My cream of wheat. Might as well mention it. I'm sorry, Timberwolves fans. Your worst nightmares did come true. You guys uh, went and got Derek Rose. Who is small sample size? In this first game, he lived up to expectation. Lived it's down. A, it's to a expectation. reunion, baby. <laughs> was one for five. Minus was a, seventeen. Minus seventeen. And Woo! just a handful of minutes. It's wow. almost impressive. Way to do it. 
It's not as impressive as uh, Brandon Jennings almost getting a triple-double in 20 minutes against the Good Grizzlies. Luck. You're not going to play the Grizzlies every night, Brandon. Yeah. But, uh, but we so, get yeah. to make uh, Somalian cap pirate jokes again. Uh, He's true. the captain now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Derek Rose, I'm sorry, Timberwolves fans. That's my worst thing. Uh, my worst thing, uh, I'm, I go on Reddit a lot. And there's NBA, that is horrible. Thank NBA, you for sharing. NBA Reddit is a, so is a thing. They are absolute savages. So, boy, so, so on their it. they have a standings uh, uh, section on their uh, website on the, the the slash NBA Reddit page. And when a team is uh, eliminated from the playoffs, they uh, they basically mute the the logo of that team in every single way possible. So um, if you look at the standings. The bottom teams that are out, the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Kings, the Mavs, the Magic, and the Hawks, they're uh, basically uh, lower shaded. But if you also look at the schedule, those games uh, have teams where you can't barely see the logo of the team. So it's a lot like in Back to the Future when the picture starts right. disappearing. <laughs> those teams, it's just a sign of disrespect. Party. That your team is really unwatchable. You shouldn't even be looking at them on a on a website. Speaking of unwatchable, I mean, this is not the Grizzlies epilogue, but <laughs> Grizzlies have lost 18 straight. Jesus. I was looking at some of their results. They've beaten the Rockets twice. They beat the Pelicans twice. They beat the Clippers twice. They beat the, the Blazers and the Warriors and the Timberwolves. 10 of their 18 wins are against really, really good teams. Mm-mm-mm-mm. They are right now 3-22 and 22 against the Eastern Conference. That is stunning. That is kind of bad. Three and twenty-two against the Eastern Conference. That is incredible. I can't like that's like almost that's just uh I feel like it might be a record. I mean, to only win three games of the thirty you play against the other conference, it's on the table. And uh I wouldn't wish this on Kobe Bryant. <laughs> the but noises uh, so, that are coming from oh, there, above there's us. more. That's fine. That was just like a ball being thrown, <laughs> Chuck. As my son plays above us. I'm sure it's not a ball-peen hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, those Smashed were... into your cat's brains. Those were our cream of wheat worst of weeks. Before we move to our scattered, smothered, covered thoughts, we've been playing some draft on the draft app. Draft.com slash fast break. It's one of my daily hobbies I now do, playing daily fantasy basketball against our other listeners. John's on there. Mm. John's been doing some killing. I try. I've been, I've been, I've gotten, I've gotten a little too obsessed with, uh, with nets lately. I need to, I need to take a break. Yeah, you're acting like their young core is all good. Nah, not no, that good. I need to stop, Jared Allen. You let me down lately. So if you want to play, hair. If you want to play uh, daily fantasy, the way it works is you go on there. There's a whole bunch of different games you can join. There's a new draft starting every few minutes. You just like sign up with three people. You uh, do a snake draft for the games that night. You can play for a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, twenty-five dollars, whatever you feel comfortable with. It's totally legal. You can just use PayPal, uh, so it's very simple to get paid. They pay you out immediately, not like some of those other uh, casinos where it takes a while to get your money. You don't get an oversized check from Shanghai, <laughs> right? Right. So uh, it's super easy, super fun. It's a good way to support our program. Use our code FastBreak. You get a free three-dollar entry into a money game. So again, support our show. Play fantasy basketball with me and John at draft.com slash fast break. All right, scattered, smothered, covered. What other things are going on in the NBA? Keith, you said something very early, maybe the first episode of the season that has stuck with me. You prophesied 
A Celtics one seed, Cavs eight seed playoff battle. I just said it would be fun. It might be happening. Could happen. Very possible. The Cavs are slip, slip sliding. This is about the only thing that would interest me in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I don't think the Raptors, however, are going to give up their spot. However, they might because Zach Lowe just wrote a gushing feature on Toronto. (laughs) So I can only assume dark days are ahead after finally getting recognition. Well, and the Raptors aren't doing too well against teams above 500. I think I don't know the numbers, but they're, they've, they're crushing everybody that stinks and teams that are good. They just they don't, they well, don't really show up. The Cavaliers aren't good against teams that play <clears throat> basketball. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. The only thing I see really getting in the way is the Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Bucks are what? Because I think the Wizards, Sixers, and Heat can get past the Cavs. I know you're not in on the heat, Keith, but I still am. They God have, knows Chuck is. They have, they have rebounded nicely the last few games. No, they, last week. They, they, when they're not playing Blazer Boy. No, the Blazers took Dame them out. Lillard is unstoppable. But the Heat can never guard a team with a you know a really good fast point guard. It's never. Oh, but I mean, I, I really want this to happen, and it's amazing that it's this close. What other first round matchups? Are you maybe the most excited about potentially happening? Uh, whomever plays the Sixers is interesting. Well, so I think more likely than obviously the Cavs falling to the eighth seed, mm-hmm. a Sixers Cavs four or five matchup seems highly possible. I can you even imagine like <clears throat> like LeBron James against the process, like one right. having that be the Sixers reward for finally making the playoffs. But imagine if the Sixers won. It's almost like a, a torch passing. I'm really worried that that Pacers Cavs is a thing, and that's just boring. Although God, Oladipo's good. Yeah, I'd like to see Le- you know LeBron and and uh, Giannis play together or against each other in that's a series. Not, that's not. We, you're now picking the ones that, that can't happen. That's not. <laughs> I, I, I I don't think. I'm saying I would like it. But uh, do you think Toronto will try to do any? Uh, do, do we think we see, we'll see Toronto or Boston trying to maneuver against playing the Cavs? Well, the Raptors are already three games up on the Celtics, and well, three and a half. And what's worse is the Celtics are suddenly just all their glue guys are hurt. They're going to shut down Kyrie for games at a time, it seems. So I feel like one and two is pretty locked into place. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be much gamesmanship at all there. It just seems I, I feel like the Toronto fans are going to get so nervous that after all this, this incredible best season in their franchise, that they're going to end up being potentially matched up with the Cavaliers in the <laughs> semifinals. Hey, by the way, this is the first time I looked at the standings. The Bucks are only two games out of the fifth spot. Have so you watched the Bucks play? It's two games. Ball? It's two games. You guys are acting like that's an impossibility. It's like ten games, twelve games left. Fifteen, uh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm worried the Bucks will ruin our eight spot dream by falling into it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm not really worried about them re- coming up to six. Uh, teams fifth. get hot. Teams get on on rolls, and you know, it might be. They might, you know. After the the uh, catch a bump, after the uh, Dickensian whimsy of Joe Prunty's defensive <laughs> shift change has worn off, they're now playing even worse defense than they were under Kid. You gotta <laughs> stop using Dickensian and Prunty in the same Prunty. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Joe Prunty. I'm not sure what either of those words mean. So speaking of Zach Lowe, he was pointing out that if the Jazz win their next five games, they could get into the top eight in the West. This after the Jazz winning 18 of the last 20. Come on, Zach. Get real. That's uh, that's ridiculous. Jazz are on fire. I mean, I think I think they're going to do it. I mean, as we as we record right now, they're uh, they're tied at the bottom. Seems of Seems like the you're shifting race. the Western Conference, so I want to shift to something else similar in the Western Conference. 
Rockets having the best season they've ever had. Just unbelievable. But for all their troubles, listen to who the, they are likely to meet, either the aforementioned juggernaut Jazz, Anthony Davis and the Pelicans, or Kawhi with the re- returning with the Spurs. I mean, what a reward for such a great season. Yeah. And one of the crazy things about the West, I guess it's the same thing we could look at the playoff matchups, where I don't feel like any of the teams three through ten are scared of each other. No. You know, I like the, the um, Timberwolves might be scared now because of due to injuries, but no, I, I think all the teams have like problems, but I think any team would be happy to like to play the Blazers. Sorry, right. uh, guys. Like, I know the Blazers are hot and I uh, haven't lost since Ugh. the All Star break. To me, the Blazers have ascended to there's like a holy trinity now, and maybe it's just been beaten into me, but I feel like the I, nobody wants a piece of the Rockets, Dubs, or Blazers. But you know, you know, the Trailblazers don't want to play the Spurs with Kawhi if they no. can rally and get back into six. But and, the Rockets don't want to play, nobody wants to play the Spurs with Kawhi. That's fair. No. I mean, this is a team that, you know, the last time we saw Kawhi last year, he was up 20 against the Warriors. Do you guys follow those 538 playoff odds? No. I don't. Yeah, I saw that. And they have the, like, the BPI on ESPN, best odds to win. I don't understand. I feel like the percentages mean something different to them than they do to me. And obviously, I'm not a mathematician or statistician. I'm still in election recovery, so absolutely. Right, right. But when they when they say things like, three days ago, on Friday, it was like, the Pelicans have a 94% chance to make the playoffs. And I'm thinking, gambling-wise, like, I would bet if you gave me 16 to 1 odds that they miss, I would I would bet that. Like, it seems like there's more in a 1 in 16 chance that they uh, don't make the playoffs. And as we speak, you know, now three days later, their playoff odds are down in the 70s. So uh, it seems like they're... Uh, Seems like they're too volatile. Yeah, that, I mean, like ninety four percent means like gonna yeah, happen ninety four percent of the time. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think so. And then you know, if if two games that means continue, Hillary's in the White House and none of this has happened, right? Yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, they on uh, ESPN they just released the calculations, the best odds to win the title. Houston's leading at thirty four point one percent. Golden State right behind them, thirty two. A notable one is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Guess their uh, odds for winning the championship. Eight. I would say I would say under two, point one. <laughs> well, I mean the the Which, Cavs have a negative point differential. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't like when you have the best player, uh, arguably on the planet right now, James yeah. Harden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Rockets. That's obviously the choice. Not to cross our sports. Uh, Drew Brees just signed right. a new contract. With who? Getting paid less. Then Drew Holiday. Oh, suck it! This NFL big enough for the two of us, Drew of yeah. us. <laughs> so there's still one, one, one Drew is king. Mm. And it's uh, the Bensons really know where to put their money, don't they? It, it's Drew Holiday. All right, let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award, given each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have a few honorable mentions. Bam, Don't Call Me Julie, out of bio. Trevor Ariza, Bobby Portis, one for 10. Zach Levine, three for 15. I actually have regrets. Maybe you should have been a nominee. Zebo, Joel Embiid, five for 18. Our three nominees this week, as they occurred chronologically through the week. Bob Covington, 0 for 10 in a loss to the Miami Heat. 0 for 10, three points, seven rebounds, three assists, four steals, which is awesome, one block. No turnovers, two personal fouls. Troy Daniels. Oh, he's back. And a loss to the Thunder. They were uh, lacking players, the Suns, in that game. Really 
uh, didn't have very many people to put in the game. Thus, Troy Daniels was in and shot the ball 15 times, only made two. Two for 15, six points, six rebounds. That's probably a career high. One assist, two steals, uh, career high. One block, <laughs> definitely career high. Uh, two turnovers, three personal fouls. And then Jay Crowder carrying there it is. my iShop fantasy team over at Fantrax.com. Uh, Jay Crowder a, in a win against the Pelicans. A huge win with Donovan Mitchell making incredible plays down the stretch. Uh, he was one for 11. Five points, four rebounds, no assist, one block, one turnover, three personal fouls. Bob Covington, 0 for 10, 7, 3, 4, uh, some other things. Troy Daniels, 2 for 15, 6.6 boards, two steals, one block. Jay Crowder, 1 for 11, five points, four rebounds, no assists. I feel like this is kind of hard. John, how, how are you feeling? Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder all the way? Yeah, didn't seem hard. <laughs> I'm going to go, even though Troy Daniels uh, got some rebounds, and I'm proud of him getting six rebounds, two for 15, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote Troy Daniels. Chuck, you have the deciding vote. What say you? I miss Troy Daniels. I just miss miss him. Mrs. Musk? Miss his, his, his essence. So, yeah. He is essentially awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Troy Daniels. Uh, another, winning. Another example of John hitting puns unless he uses them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do them in an Orson Welles voice. <laughs> Troy Daniels, you are the winner of this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Speaking of that, uh, I shop Negative Fantasy League. Uh, we're having a lot of fun playing fantasy basketball with our Patreon supporters over at Fantrax.com in the Breakfast League. Uh, John and Sam Anderson are going head to head in the semifinals. Not really. He has yet to win a category. Yeah, <laughs> John is crushing them, and then uh, Matt Sullivan and uh, our Irish friend Graham are also in the semis in the fast break league. I am up against Joe Yoder in a very tight Joe battle. Joe Yoder. He has uh, a Kumbo and Dame Lillard just unleashing on me all week. You're dead. Uh, and then Drew and Mike. Uh, question, I was wondering, would we have more Patreon supporters supporters, if uh, the hosts did not dominate the fantasy leagues? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out next year. Thanks for doing your part, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck's doing his part. I'm holding it down for the bottom rungs of our <laughs> and fantasy then, world. And then in the iShop League, the, uh, the final four, uh, me, John, Matt Sullivan, and Patrick Captain Kirkner. I almost accidentally won iShop on the strength of Patty Mills' awfulness. Chuck did make the playoffs in iShop. And I set my lineup at the beginning of the season and left it alone. Just let it run. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Anyway, if you (laughs) want to get involved again with the Fantasy Leagues, and also our, uh, we will have a pick'em contest. I know, uh, an NCAA bracket contest with uh, probably a very nice prize. We'll send you a Fast Break Breakfast towel, maybe a shirt, and some other random collectibles from old Uncle John's stash. That's right. The memorabilia maniac. So again, uh, patreon.com slash fast break breakfast all right par fadeaway what things are we looking forward to in the coming week all right you remember i made you pack up that steak and eggs uh-huh we'll get we, out your doggy bags boys warm it up that steak and eggs we passed up earlier is my march madness nba prospect time oh and i'm not going to give you three guys who everybody's telling you about mm-hmm. let's go a little deeper i'm gonna tell you when love it and deep. where to see him Three under-the-radar sneaky NBA prospects. First, let's go down to Miami. Mm. Let's go down to Chuck Country. Lonnie Walker. It's kind of my Donovan Mitchell light thing. Freakish athlete. Played a lot. Uh, he's going to be playing Loyola Chicago on Thursday. That's one of the earlier games. Also, going to go ahead and throw in. That's an upset special because Chuck's Miami Hurricanes are going to lose to some Franciscan Friars, the Loyola Chicago team. Better mm. coach, better team. 
Number two, Colin Sexton from Alabama. Forget about Trey Young. This is the most exciting offensive guard in the tournament. And when you watch him play against Virginia Tech Thursday night, guess who you get to see? Avery Johnson. Uh-oh. NBA fans, you got to remember Avery. Come on. Point guard of those old Spurs teams. The little general. And then finally, a super deep one, and maybe not even drafted, but I'm going to go for it anyways. Daniel Gafford, six foot ten rim runner from Arkansas. Exactly the kind of player, like, he can have, like, a huge tournament and a terrible GM, like, say, Chris Wallace will take him, like, at pick 10 instead of letting him fall deep into the second round where he belongs. <laughs> uh, he plays Butler on Friday. Those are three prospects to look out for other than your, uh, you know, the guys you're going to be watching, the Bagleys, et cetera. But there's three guys to look for. Keith, uh, actually, another thing I'm looking forward to, Chuck, uh, you, I'm green with envy for your weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm getting ready to, uh, I'm doing a detox the rest of the week, going to Memphis on Saturday for St. Patrick's Day. I have uh, plans to eat my body weight in corned beef uh, and stew. I plan to drink as many Guinness as possible. And you're going to see Nikola the Joker Jokic. And I'm going to go see Jokic. And And in addition, uh, you are... Surprise! Chaperoning a bus trip. This is of Nashville Grizzlies fans. Yeah, I was just informed that I am quote chaperoning. This is not going to yeah, end, yeah, yeah. end well for any of us. Well, I didn't know. So the the, the Grizzlies the uh, was Nashville fans of the Memphis Grizzlies, mm-hmm. which which we uh we, we are. We, that yeah, is we're, us. we're the we're, we're those we're, folks. We're running that, but there uh there there is a bus trip to this Grizzlies game on March 17th. If you still want to go, there's still tickets. If you want to ride the bus down with Chuck and back... Uh, Chuck's with, a great bus companion. With Chuck being in charge of whether or not you get back on the bus after the game, yeah, um, you can do that uh, at grizzlies.com and sign up for that. But Chuck, I'm excited for you with this uh, responsibility yeah. that's been given to you. You will have the clipboard. I may be the first uh, chaperone of a bus trip that ends up in jail. I've been, I'll punch a guy that's drinking a green beer I've just been told, off respect. Uh-oh. Uh, in other years of these Grizzlies Nashville bus trips, people get left. Oh yeah, that's like left. They tell you up front, like, "Hey, we will." Like the you. bus leaves thirty minutes after the game is over. If Be- you're not, if you're not there, you need to you need to contact somebody. This is where Chuck's secret soft center really works against him. Well, this is going to be Chuck's Chuck, not going to leave anybody behind. You can't. He also was in the military. Yeah, you never leave a man behind. No man behind. You can't lose your phone in an illicit exchange this time because uh, <laughs> those those people will be calling and texting you to tell you like I'm 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 in the bathroom. I'm coming. I'm on my way. Don't 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 leave me. That didn't happen. Anyway, my <laughs> par fadeaway is I'm excited to find out. What is the true story behind Roger Mason getting fired from the big three? Ice Cube accused him of extorting millions of dollars at the behest of Qatari businessmen. This is wow. all... Which, by the way, that's racist. Yeah. That's wow. like in Goodfellas when they're like, a black guy stole my truck. <laughs> this is like, oh, yeah, uh, the, the, the Qatari uh, told him to steal this, uh, to extort this money. Roger Mason has alleged that that's completely false. He had written a letter to them through his attorney that they had been uh, working with this, some... There'd been a racist attitude in the office. They'd been dealing with some unsavory characters he liked. So he said he was fired in retaliation. I'm excited to find out what happens. Mm. Big three is going big this year. Also, Greg Oden's going to play. What? Big three is grabbed my You attention. can't just info dump all over my chest like that. Mm. Good God. And he, and he put a Goodfellas reference in there just for good The measure. one Goodfellas reference you, you can you never know. make. Oh, there's another one. Uh, oh, yeah, you know who goes right. to jail, Karen? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, not, <laughs> not great. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. All right, guys, no Grizzlies epilogue because uh, what is it, what really is there to talk about, John? Uh, uh, headphones are off. Bubba. Everyone talking about uh, <laughs> JB Bickerstaff doing a great job. Yeah, Chen, 
chin up, Buck. You're doing. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm killing it. The Grizzlies are a hundred and what, hundred and five and one thirty six hey, in the last three years. Fisdale would have went at least two and sixteen in this. Stretch. Chris Wallace, when he fired Fisdale, <laughs> said it's a results based uh, results based business. You know. The- well, I tell you <laughs> what, when JB sees us like starting to go on one of those runs, he can throw out some incredible four guard lineups. <laughs> anyway, Kobe Simmons looked pretty fun. All right, you guys are the best. Uh, remember all the things we were plugging. Most important. Patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. Download the draft app, draft.com slash fast break. Get a free trial set of Harry's razors, harrys.com slash fast break. You can follow us on Twitter at fast break break. Like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being TNG. Fast break break, man. You understand?